Hi, and welcome back to Sepha Stories. All right, well, thank you for joining us again. We are on episode number 33. Two more to go before we close season three. So this story um, is a short piece. It's a really um, very fast read, but I really love um, this particular story because it features Luna Lovegood. And I absolutely love Luna Lovegood. That's a great name, right? Luna Lovegood. All right, so this story is titled Healing Tears. And this is by the author that is posting to both Archive of Our Own and Fanfiction.net. This is the Fanfiction.net story. Um, so if you're looking for this writer by name, this is Keep Smiling One, the capital K and a capital S, and then a numeric one on the end, all one word, no spaces. The title of this piece is called Healing Tears. And there is a summary as written by the author that says first year Luna Lovegood has received some devastating news and Professor Flitwick is there to help her heal. This is a rated K and we have um, elements of hurt and comfort and some angst. It is written in English. Our characters in the story are Luna Lovegood and Professor Flitwick. And it looks like this one was published um, October the 24th, 2019. So this is an older story, but a really sweet and wonderful story. So with that, let's begin this story called Healing Tears by Keep Smiling One, as found on fanfiction.net. We'll begin the story now. The position of head of house was not one that Phileas Flitwick took lightly. When the enchanted eagle portrait alerted him that one of his eaglets was in trouble in the Ravenclaw common room, he immediately left to check the poor first year, even if it was 2.23 in the morning. Luna Lovegood had not had an easy time transitioning to life at Hogwarts. The child's mother had died when she was young, and her father's interest in the fantastic had not made her a favorite with her peers. Unfortunately, Phileas was not surprised to find the petite blonde curled by the fire, a letter clutched in her hand, and tears falling quietly on the stone hearth. What's wrong? My dear, Phileas asked quietly. Instead of an answer, the letter was thrust at him as the child choked to repress a sob. The letter spoke of death, of the death of someone named Felix, who had been buried. Was Felix a family member? Luna nodded. Phileas could see the child trying to put on a strong face. Oh, dear. It's okay to cry. Hasn't anyone told you that? Crying doesn't make anything better. It won't bring her back. It won't bring him back. It won't bring them back. At this, Luna collapsed into the arms of her diminutive head of house. Her torment at this oft-repeated phrase was obvious. Shush, my dear. Tears are powerful things. I am sorry that you were told they don't make anything better. While it is true they don't bring back the dead, tears are balm to the soul and will help to smooth the scars on our hearts created by the loss of a loved one. Let yourself feel, my child. Let the tears fall without shame. I've got you. 
the tears fell. They soaked her professor's nightshirt for an eternity until finally the pain had quieted, not gone, but calmed for the moment. Would you like to talk to me, my dear? Phileas asked softly. The embers of the fire had dulled during the torrent, and he summoned a tea set from his quarters when she nodded. Felix had been a constant friend of hers since her mother had passed. He would go on walks with her through the woods, an uncle whose wrinkled face seemed to hide an endless abundance of energy as they played in the trees near the Lovegood residence. Phileas thought that the stories of this kindly Felix were quite interesting, but more than that he was glad to see his student smile softly through the pain of this mentor's passing. Her eyes glistened with the tears of happiness now, and in between tales of her adventures with Felix, she would share stories of her mother and father with an aura of melancholy and times gone by. Phileas listened to it all sorry that the sorrow had to come to such a young child. His heartstrings pulled while his eyes burned from the night with too little sleep but he was happy to offer what comfort he could to little Luna Lovegood. The child reminded him of her mother greatly, and as the two were about to depart, his eyes burned for a different reason. Professor, Luna called just as he was about to exit the common room. Yes, my dear. I have a picture of my mama and Felix. Would you like to see it? I would indeed, Luna, very much indeed. And so the child brought out an obviously much-loved image. It had creases from being folded and unfolded. In spite of this, Luna happily chirped that her professor could have it, as she had another like it before she returned to her dormitory. Eyes bright, Phileas turned the page, eager to see how his deceased student and this, to see this now deceased student and this kindly Felix character. On the page was a child's scribble of a blonde woman, standing next to what appeared to be a wrinkled monkey creature that looked remarkably like the creature featured in the latest issue of The Quibbler. As the shock faded, Laughter joined the tears. And we'll be right back. Hi, and welcome back to Sepha Stories. All right, so if you'd like to skip this episode and go on to our next recorded um, podcast or <laughs> story on Sepha Stories, you could do that now. This will be a very short commentary if you'd like to kind of stick around to hear. Um, about this particular story and we'd invite you to do that so pull up a chair and join in okay so healing tears by keep smiling one I thought this was a sweet story this is a first year Luna who they're 11 years old at that point and um, Luna of course is is lonely and on her own and she's not making a lot of friends mainly because her father kind of believes in the fantastical and so does she and this doesn't make her <laughs> you know the center of popularity with a lot of people so she's struggling to to fit into to her house and and to make friends I think when you're 11 years old doing anything for the first time you know it's a bit nerve-wracking <laughs> so um, 
We have Luna, and of course we know from canon that she has lost her mother at a very young age. And so I thought the story was really sweet that, you know, she has received some devastating news. And Felix, uh, this very pivotal character in her life, has has passed away and has been buried. And Professor Flitwick, uh, being, you know, a, a really caring teacher, is trying to make sure that his first year student who's up you know at 2 a.m. crying is is going to be all right and so he's trying to comfort her and trying to help her deal with her loss and grief not realizing who Felix is (laughs) so you know you you're kind of um, led down this story and you're wondering well is this an uncle is this you know who is who is Felix to Luna and you know, I think it's admirable that Professor Flitwick, you know, is trying to to be there for his students, and you know, he's trying to advise her how to heal, and you know, just trying to be a supportive teacher and adult. And I I like that. I thought that was a nice detail to have that the head of household would be taking care of their students. Um, I know that it was Professor McGonagall who was the the teacher who kind of seemed like she didn't have as much control over her students with everyone sneaking out and and you know sneaking to to go get food and and whatnot. But Professor Flitwick seems to really have an eye on his his you know his house and what's going on in Ravenclaw Tower. So he knew that um, she was having a problem and he immediately went to check on her. So I did like that that display that he is being portrayed as a really responsible teacher. I thought it was a really sweet story when she's like, would you like to see a picture of Felix and my mom together? And of course, it's kind of sad. And when you think that maybe the only photograph Luna might have had of her mother was what she had drawn next to the cre- the creature that Luna is has named Felix or believes is Felix and it's a character that has been featured in the Quibbler that week's Quibbler uh, magazine so I I did like the ending so you're kind of for me reading this as a reader I didn't know if Professor Flitwick, Flitwick was laughing because it was funny to him or if he was laughing because it was even more sad that maybe Luna was you know isolated in this way but it was a good story. I liked, I liked this particular um, little ficlic. I I think that I would need for me as a reader a little more clarity on the ambiguous ending. For me, it was ambiguous uh, that you know he's he had a different reason. Uh, he's laughing through his tears. You know, so is he laughing because? he's laughing with her is it like humorous you know because because is he taking her seriously too or is he also under underestimating um luna lovegood so i i'm kind of a little unclear there though i think that it was quite wonderful you know the detailing that you know of course luna is still an eccentric and she's going to do the unusual things and having a drawn picture of her mother with you know as small monkey-ish looking character who is named Felix doesn't seem out of the realm of possibility for Luna at all. <laughs> so I love the Luna character. I, I love how dreamy and 
kind of, you know, just out there doing her own thing. And I love that she marches to her own drum and she is comfortable to do so. So I really thought that this writer captured that aspect of Luna very well. And also the very caring nature of Professor uh, Flitwick as well in taking care of his students. So for me, this was a sweet story. I liked it. I kind of liked that the ending for me as a reader was ambiguous. I kind of liked to think that maybe he was, you know, you had that kind of sense of humor of what he had in his hand, you know, when he looked down and he sees what it is. Or um, it puts a twist, you know, to something that's not quite so sad, not to diminish her hurt or her pain in any means, but to see what it was that she was grieving over or maybe he's joining her you know maybe it's a rueful laugh so I'm, I'm not certain but I'm still thinking about it and that's what a good fan fiction does it does make you stop to think all right let me go back and read that again and in this instance this story just stood out to me so keep smiling one I really enjoyed this I thought it was a sweet read I'd like to see a little more filled out on this now this was a story that was published um, in 2019 so it is an older story it is completed but some of these um, one shots that I'm reading really almost seem like just a first chapter and that these could really be expanded on and developed into larger pieces. And I kind of wish that these were because we've got some great beginning stories here that could develop into something a lot bigger. You know, in this instance, what if Felix is real? You know, and that could be really quite wonderful. So um, thank you listeners for joining in and listening to Sepha Stories and to this very short story and my short um, commentary on this. If you like what you're hearing, please give me a like, a follow, a share, and we will see you next time on Sepha Stories. Have a wonderful rest of your time wherever you're at, and I'm sending positive vibes and good wishes your way. So we'll see you next time.